This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is December 4th, 2019. NFL Week 14 picks and kicks. Calhoun with me as always. And how we always do it, we're going to start off with a Falcon minute. Literally, it shouldn't be that much more than a minute talking about the Falcons. And that lost to the Saints on Thanksgiving. I hope everybody enjoyed their holiday. Any thoughts on the Falcons before we go some to better things? Yeah. What's up? Um... They have to be better with the door. The line has to play better. The the offensive plays has to be better. You have to put our defense in better position. Just a whole nine sacks with Matt Ryan. Some of them was his fault. Most of them was the line's fault. And they still had a chance to win. Two, three onside kick recoveries. The kicker missed the... That was an idiot. So the onside recoveries were an idiot for Saints, right? You know what I'm saying? Like... The Falcons should just kicked on side the whole game. They had a better chance of winning. I mean, you wouldn't know that until you was down in the fourth and then start kicking on side kicks and saw that you can get it. <laughs> you know. And they still lost 26-18. The game was attainable. Even if the kicker didn't miss the the field goal kick and the extra point, it's still more of a game. So they just they just it's time to move on. Yeah. But I think we're going to see it differently because it's time to move on from from the culture. And there's a lot of teams that's in that position. So let's say it went to the breaking news of yesterday was Ron Rivera got his, got canned. And let's be honest, Riverboat Run been asking for it for years. I think he's been on one of them. I think he's been one of them dudes who you really hate because he zoom up one way. When you really get rid of him, he come back and pull a – 13-3 and three season out his ass, you know what I'm saying? And then you can't get rid of him, you know what I'm saying? And I think that the problem with Carolina is bigger than on Ron Rivera. I really do. I think the problem with Carolina is they never – I don't think they ever believed in Cam fully. Like, they took him in the first – well, you were the first pick that year, right? They never surrounded him with talent. They kept – they think about it. They were using people like Jonathan Stewart's. You know, they kept using Ted Ginn's. They kept give, strapping him with second-string skill position people. The only one they invested in was Greg Olson. And, like, you know, it's this kind of tied back into the, our black quarterback podcast. Like, if you're going to go down this route and, you know, tying it to Lamar Jackson, you need to go down this route. And I think Carolina never fully went down that Cam Newton route, and I think that he's paying the price for it. Part of that is on him, but I think that it's an overall institutional problem. The G, so it's like us, the front office, because their GM was a problem. You're right. They never drafted. He never, besides Steve Smith, who was already there, was aged Steve Smith. They never gave him nothing uh, besides Greg Olsen. And they used him in his run game. I mean, you, Ron Rivera didn't help himself, though. No, no, no. He definitely didn't help himself. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, when we talk about things that work and don't work, you know, but they did the best thing. They did what the Falcons should have done. Because you don't give a, a bad coach a chance to, to wow you. You don't give him, You don't let him be in the building too long. And one more time to, hey, 
I forgot. It's just like a bad breakup. You don't go over there and get your goddamn shoes, your house shoes from over her house. That, you just don't do that. Don't let him in. Because once he get in, you know how that's going to go. Y'all don't get to talking. Y'all don't get to touching. And that's how it's going to happen. Y'all don't get to rapping. And that's how it's going to happen. And the owner said that. The owner was like, you know, basically, that, hey, I'm, you know, I knew I, I knew I was going to go a different direction. And he framed it real well. Ron Rivera's, I didn't want to start a search firm with Ron Rivera still as the coach. He deserved better than that. So that's why we let go of him now. Like, we want to give him opportunity. I knew I didn't want him. I knew he wasn't going to be our coach. We wanted to give him opportunity to get things right. And we didn't want to do it behind his back. But like you said, meanwhile, I don't want to give him a chance to, well, maybe should we keep him? Maybe not. Kyle Allen is developing on him. Then that puts you in a position to be a villain, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, like you said, going back to um, Austin Powers, you don't give them a death, elaborate death trap. You just go get the gun, shoot his brains out. Right. And so that's what the owner did. Let's bring this to the Falcons real quick from an ownership standpoint. I think Carolina owner David Tepp, I think he was born in like the 50s or the 60s. Arthur Blank was born in the 40s or the 30s and has been through about a prostate cancer. And that goes to my point I was saying. Like, I think he's just too old to own and too, I want to say feeble. He's just an old man who's running, who owns the team. And I don't think he had the same vigor he did 15 years ago when he took over the team. I still don't say that <clears throat> because of how he did with that soccer team. For some reason, I don't see him with vigor in the soccer team. I think the soccer team is just built around. And he just come, like, I think, I think. No, that's what I'm talking about. So he put the people in place to run that soccer team. This is what he did with soccer. This is what it looked like he's doing. But soccer looked like he was like, I don't know what to do with this thing. Let me get the best people in the business and get soccer minds and run it. But football is like he's invested in it. Like, I used to watch it when I was a kid. I know what I want. And, I, and then I make these relationships with these these with these ain't shit football people. And now he's loyal to him because everybody damn near is back in the building. So I think it goes back to what you just said, what he did. I think he got the best of breed at the time, right? Dimitrov came from the Patriots. You know, Rich McKay was came from Tampa Bay right after they won the Super Bowl. So I think he was doing that. I think the problem is, is he got too invested. Like, he probably just as invested on the soccer side with those people, but they wind up winning. Whereas the Falcons are losing, so I think it's the, I think he operates the same in both of them. It's just the soccer people are having success. With yeah, so Rich McKay, when is yeah, they came right off, and he was the GM, and he made him GM. Charles Dimitrov wasn't the GM, but he was assistant GM, and you know people do the, people follow for the Patriots thing all the time. It's not so I wanted to blame the Falcons for being stupid. People follow for that that Patriots scam all the time. If you're not getting Bill Belichick, you're not getting the Patriots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can go get the assistant or to the assistant. If you're not getting Bill Belichick, you're not getting the Patriots. It's never worked anywhere with any position. So, I mean, I'm, granted, we were at the beginning of that trend, but people still fall for that. I lie, another coach who may be fired, Detroit with Matt Patricia. Right. So, as you say that, I will say this. Now, thinking back on you, right. He did try. He does try. Because that's how you do get him, and that's how he ended up with Dan freaking Quinn. You didn't get Pete Carroll, but you got Dan Quinn. He ain't good enough. So the only the problem I have with with Arthur Blank is he don't cut bait when you already see that they're not good. If you have an employee and he's coming in late, he's not finishing the job, he's not catching on, you don't let them stay for two, three years to still not catch on, not do great. Of course they're going to have you know some highs in there. Of course, they're going to close a big deal at some point. Of course, they're going to 
you know, wow you at some point, but consistently they're not good. Problem with Dan Quinn is consistently they're not good. He don't cut the bait on, and I, and that's what he should do. And that, I, that's why I like what Carolina did. And hopefully, it trickles to us because that owner did not get Ron Rivera time to next year come in with a healthy cam or whatever, or Kyle out another, and and then they go eleven and five, and now you're stuck with him again. You've seen enough because they got a better record than the Falcons, and they have an excuse. They lost their starting quarterback. They have a real, a real injury that can really make you know. Ron Rivera be like, "Hey man, I didn't have all the, I didn't have all the horses in the stable. Don't matter. You know, we, we've seen enough of you, sir." And I think that's what the Falcons should do. The Falcons should have did it at the bottom. Yeah. So, you know, I'm through. I didn't even want to talk about the Falcons this one. We all know what should happen. Where they have. Go ahead. That man said, "What does this mean for Jason Garrett?" What does this mean for, like you mentioned, Matt Patricia? What does this mean for the Giants head coach who I heard is on the hot seat now? That some bitch like Simlin, 20-something over two seasons. Like, it's horrible what he got. I think everybody you said is going to ultimately go. I think the one who has the case, to, the best case to stay is Jason Garrett, ironically. How? Why? I mean, he's won the division. What? This is... They're gonna win the division again for the fourth straight year. I didn't even know he won the division. I know they win with heart. They got they don't matter. Like I mean, if you're just looking at if if you look at just one thing, he just one thing. I think that he has won the division four times. If they win two playoff games, I think you could sit there and say, "Hey, we had our ups and downs. We had our rights and wrong, but we, you know." We we can we righted the ship. I think because he's gonna make the playoffs. Like like the Cowboys, like Jason Garrett or not. He's the reason they lose, but he's gonna make the playoffs. And it all and again, we know like, you know, the Cowboys are the ultimate catch twenty two team. They can look like world beaters one week and scrubs the next week. And the quiet is kept outside of the Saints, they can beat anybody. And they can lose to anybody. That's the frustrating thing about him. Boy, they're going to put themselves in a bad situation with that character. I think, well, they put themselves in a bad situation. But, again, this is the thing where the owner is like, I like him. So, quit asking. You know, so I think that Jerry Jones came out and gave him that vote of confidence or just been talking about him the whole time that he kind of has his hands tied with it. But I think that everybody wants them to move on. I think Jerry Jones doesn't want to move on from Jason Kier. I think he wants Jason to win so he can keep him. And I think that win, if I think that win – I don't think it takes as much as people think it takes for him to keep Jason Garrett. I say it like this. I can see that. <clears throat> All right. The rest of them, I think, um, you fire. You got a rookie quarterback in New York who's halfway decent. You can keep him. You, I mean, you can fire the coach and get a new coach to develop him. You, um, who else? Patricia. I, two years in, I mean, I, I, I don't think I think they fired Jim Caldwell unfairly, but like. I wouldn't be mad or happy if they fired or kept him. I'm kind of indifferent. I think you can go either way on Matt Patricia. I don't think he fired him. I yeah. think I think they did Jim Carwell wrong, of course. Well, it was premature. But with, even when in their losses, they're in competitive games. They play competitive with Matt Patricia. Now, I don't think they have everything there. Uh, they're still working on their team. Their team is not all that good. It's okay, but it's not good. So I think you get him one or two more years and then that'll tell Somebody who does not get enough talk is a Redskins head coach. I, well, they already fired Gruden, right? So, like, who's 
they got to enter him. So, like, there's nothing really to be seen. Right, they signed him early. I forgot about that. Yeah, so, like, I think the talk now shit, they fire um, the GM up there. And he's one of their – and he, him and the owner are real good friends. So, we'll see how that go. I think that, you know – Anthony Lynn in San Diego, what do you do with him? You know what I'm saying? Like, what you call his problem over there is Phil, is uh, Philip. Yeah, I think, I think Jacksonville, everybody's gonna be gone in Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville should be gone. I don't think they're any good. That coach is horrible. I don't like Denver coach either, but you can't fire him after one year. But I don't like Denver coach and the Bengals coach. I don't like him. He's young, he's not good. I think, I think the Jets should fire their coach. You don't like Adam Gates? Oh, he overrated. And he's the, like, they lose and they win in spite of him, not because of him. I think next should be his last year, or it should be, because they're not even competitive in games. He don't know what. You know I'm saying they'll beat somebody one week, and then they get, then they just lose to Cincinnati. They lost big. Exactly. So, like, they lost to Cincinnati, they lost to Miami. Two Clinton. Cincinnati just is bad. Miami was trying to lose, which I want to give some props to Miami in my um awards, but you know, I, I, I don't think the Jets are a surprise, a overly talented team, but Adam Gates hasn't done anything better than Todd Bowles. I'm not saying they should have kept Todd Bowles, but he hasn't done, he's actually worse than Todd Bowles. Cause at least they were planned for Todd Bowles. They just weren't good. Now they aren't good and they aren't even playing half of the time. Jets may be a, supposedly this show is with the Sam Garner's, you know, shenanigans, Lady Bell. A eight and eight, seven and nine team maybe because they uh, because of their you know because of their division and some of the talent they're not even that they're a horribly coached team they're not put together they're not they're not they're just not they're not and, they, and even though they had the injuries at quarterback I don't guess he's not a good coach but he wasn't good in my hands so I don't even know why they went and got him to be honest with you <clears throat> but now that as we went through the coaching carousel we'll do another podcast on that one. Hopefully soon we don't get you a sample. Who you? Who's your you sucker? Who do you? Uh, who gets some head award? Uh, who gets some head is Miami. I think that you know we talk about playing for coaches. They're trying to lose, but that team and don't have talent, but that team still scraps for the coach. So they get some head. Miami um, well, had Fitzpatrick. He he had some moments, and they still came up. That coach is really showing. I'm going to quote the juice, man. If you don't follow OJ on Twitter, I'm not going to lie to you. OJ Simpson is a real treasure to follow on Twitter. He makes my day. On rainy days, he makes my day sunny. I'm not going to lie to you. But he was like, you got to get, you got to give him some credit. He was even going as far as saying maybe culture. He was like, they have nothing in Miami. And they are really pulling off a few wins. Like, what are they, two? They won two or three games now. Like, Miami is, with what they have. They had the same record as the Falcons. That's pathetic. <laughs> Horrible. Get that coach in the head, man. He, he deserves it. Who else you got? Or do you have anyone? Mm. What about the Bills going to the Cowboys? I was going to say the Bills. Two teams were looking at the Bills and the Bears. Like, I, Trubisky, they should have lost that game, but they won. I think the Bills are. I, I keep saying the Bills are the worst. Eight and three, nine and three, ten and three, whatever team every week and every week they keep finding a way to win. So I, I used to be a huge Buffalo Bills fan growing up because of Thurman Thomas. That's my favorite football player ever. Yeah. So 
I, I mean, I need to get on their props. You know, even though I don't believe in them, they keep winning, so I need to shut up at some point. So mine has to go to the Red Rocket. They set Andy Dorn down. They brought him back. He beat the heck out of the Bengals, and he broke some record up there. I forgot what he broke, um, but he had a record-breaking day. So I got to give it to him. Another coach who has to be in the coach talking, I think right now is runaway, is Mike Tomlin. Steelers beat the Browns and with the third-string quarterback and could be the fourth because they traded their third-string quarterback, Rudolph Randolph, he's out. And, uh, and if you don't know who Randolph is, that's a that's a trade in places. Hey, Mortimer. Yeah, exactly. And Ben Rossberg, so you got Duck back there playing Duck, Duck, Goose, and one. So let's talk about that and him. Just for a quick, 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 quick second. If he succeeds in Pittsburgh, and with him guarding the Minshew, you know, cause if these lower drafted class rookies, of course, everybody's saying Tom Brady, who everybody thinks is the GOAT, was a lower draft. Do you think we'll ever get to a point where quarterbacks will be drafted normally, not just, oh, first pick, I got to get a quarterback? Like, do you think it'll normalize the quarterback position? I think everything is a cycle. So at some point, you're going to have to start giving it to the best players. So at one point in time, it was the running backs, right? Who's the best player? And then running backs, the value that they play some running backs was high. I think they're getting that a little bit. Uh, but I think so. To answer your question, hell yeah. Because when you have a Russell Wilson, who's a, a third-round pick, when you have a Gardner Minshew, who's like a six-round pick, when you have a Kirk Cousin, you know what I'm saying? And then on the flip side, you have a Josh Rosen. You have a Sam Darnold. You have, a, you have so many butts at number one. You know what I mean? It's, James Winston should have easily been a third or fourth round pick with the way he plays. You don't have to have a top ten quarterback. Look at Lamar Jackson. Look how they did Deshaun Watson. Man, there's so many other ways to go about that. And then you turn around, you look at Mitch Trubisky with his trash ass. You don't need it. What was that? That wasn't a high rate, a high uh, pick. So, I mean, at some point, you have to. Because then you got your Mariotas of the world. Yeah, I mean, what was Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, so you, you start valuing them like they should be valued, I think. I think that's what you I think that's what you can go along with. I think that's what you can do. So yeah, I hope so. Because it's needed. Now with that being said, a couple more teams I, I think deserve a little bit. Redskin, Haskin got his second win. Kept his helmet on. Nailed it on out. Um, what you call it? What about that Broncos win? That was pretty spectacular. I'm not going to give him a head, but that's an honorable mention. I think Drew Locke deserves some head. Drew Locke, first game, man. And then he voided the overtime like, hey, tip hats off to you, young man. You did what you're supposed to do now, man. And my last one, last but not least, and you called on this. You took me to school last week on the pitch to kick. I ain't going to lie. Fucking Ryan Tannehill. Who is this guy? <laughs> Ryan Tannehill did his thing. Beat the hell out of the coach. Of course, with Derrick Henry. That's who really deserves some head is Derrick Henry. But Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, the Titans, they, they don't, they rebirth themselves. Let me ask you this. Do you believe in coach quarterback synergy? You see, because Nick Foles got his ass benched Sunday. And <laughs> Philadelphia hasn't looked the same since he left. They lost to Miami. And with maybe Tannehill and um, the Titans coach have chemistry. That wouldn't Mike look be. 
That's what it might be, I think, because they look, they rejuvenate each other. Because Ray Burnett look like shit now, now let's be honest. Man, they just look like vanilla ice cream. Right. Now they really are a threat. Like, uh, last kudos for me, Houston. Like, I don't give Deshaun Watson enough kudos, but. You don't give him enough. Damn, I forgot Houston. I'm saying it now. I I need to give him more kudos. And he's, he's, I don't want to say mature. He didn't need to mature. He's staying healthy, and he's a good player who injuries were a problem. So he's staying healthy. And, you know, slowly but surely, he's going to make me a believer. Now they need to do this to New England in the playoffs because, you know, Houston always get their ass rocked in the playoffs, but slowly but surely, I'm going to come around on He's coming to his own, and his coach is next. O'Brien ain't shit. <laughs> I told you, I, that's what I was thinking about at first. That guy down the show, watch, they went and showed their ass, man. They showed their ass. And I got to give a little kudos or heads up to Fox for that game, man. That Ravens for the Niners game was good as shit. And they, the Ravens are like, a, it's so fun to watch. It's like watching Golden State when they were just you know, moving the groove. Or AI when he was in this thing. Like, they, they're just so fun to watch, man. I love everything about the energy that kid Lamar plays with. Second to none, I love everything about that. Now, who's your you suck? Who do you, who do you say suck? Nick Foles, Philadelphia. They need each other. They just need to go back home. Look, you know, been out here running around. You got you a baller. He did what ballers do. Put you in some nice clothes. Screwed you a couple of times. And, let you, and now he don't want you no more. You need to go back home. Yeah, they all who you thought they were. Nick Foles, I've been saying it. Nick Foles ain't shit. Get him out of there. And I've been saying Carson Wentz ain't nothing, but y'all didn't listen. Cowboys definitely got to be on the use of how the fuck you lose at home to the Bills and lose convincingly. Uh, The Browns, Freddie Kitchen, what a. Pittsburgh started short. Looked like they finished it. That Baker Mayfield is a bag of fools, dope. I remember you saying that last year about Baker Mayfield. The motherfucker is looking more and more like goddamn Johnny Be Good out here. He's looking like Johnny Manziel day by day. Just a lot of talk. One more. They, they got they coach fired, so you got to get them a little bit. Of I think one more team, and we always talk about Cam going to Chicago. This team deserves some use up, but I think they can really turn themselves around with one move. Oakland. Yeah. Cam going to Oakland, they become Super Bowl, real Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, they got the brain speed off there in the Institute. I thought they was going to lose, but not like that. You got to get it. You got to get it. Oakland had to score the touchdown in what, three games? They lost 34 to 3 to the Jets. Did they score a touchdown this game? If they did, it was a garbage time touchdown. I don't know if it was a touchdown because the score was 40 to 9. So. Cardinals, uh, Murray looked like a rookie this time against the Rams. He looked he looked bad out there. Kyler Murray didn't look that good. And Phillip Rivers is a real problem with the Chargers. They, they need to, they need to, they were talking about sitting him down. They need to sit him down. He's going to get somebody fired. Too late for that. He's fired. So, too late for that. So, let's go back to our, our weekly flip San Diego versus Atlanta comparison. This is why you have to get rid of Matt Ryan now, if you don't believe he can win with a, with, with a you know established coach. Because you were two years down the line, he'll be looking like this. I think he can win still. I, I mean, that's fine. Or If organization, you think he can win, that's one thing. But 
to see, show you, because look what they just did with the same size. It's probably the, the second or third best NFC team. Well, I would dis I would discount that because it would it be the Saints had an off night or the Falcons had a great night twice because they beat them the first night. Yeah, but they lost this night. Okay, but they lost eighteen to twenty six. It was twenty to nine going into the third quarter with three with nine sacks without Julio, without Austin Hoover, without your number one pick. Like, come on, now. they didn't have nothing in that game, and they still was competitive in that game. And your kicker was missing kicks. Yeah, come on, that game was, and you got a, you got a dummy for coach on the sideline. Like, I was, let me tell you, what, the best thing about now is even the media is turned on the fact, Falcon media, who just have a, a train of sucking off the Falcon organization, has finally turned on them, and they just show all of the inadequacies of the whole team. The team is good enough. Everything I've been reading, the team is good enough. What you see, the team is good enough. They're in the wrong position. They had the wrong players stepping up. And then you have stuff like this. You had your two best offensive weapons out of the game. So, and you still make that shit competitive. Like you're a touchdown from the game. I think you have enough, but you have to have the right person there. You all say it all the time. Kyle Shanahan with the MVP, right? That's what I think. So, if that's the case, it's the coaching staff. If you fire all three coordinators last year, it's clearly your coaching and your GM. Met, your cap is maxed out. You're missing out on good players. Like, you clearly, this is a front office. Now, I don't think the window is very large, and I think it's increased. But I do think you can fucking, if you bogart your way in, everybody gets in. I think that's what the Falcon can do. And I'm with you on this. Either trade them all, or don't trade them and get that coach style. But the coach got to go either way. Coach and GM has to go. And they have to go now. I still think it's a... I still think we live in a world where Thomas Dimitrov escapes this. Boy. You, hey, man. Hang it up. If, if Thomas Dimitrov is in next year, get, I want you to get rid of Matt Ryan because you're wasting it. You can get some phone. Get rid of Matt Julio, Devontae. Get rid of everybody. True uh, Font. The only person I'm keeping is like Hooper, KZ. I'm keeping Grady. I don't even know if I'm keeping Deion Jones. Deion Jones been playing weak as shit. I keep Vic Beasley. I, t- I still think. Why you keep naming that bomb? You, I, I don't understand you. So for him in Texas, I, I swear we weren't going to talk this long about the Falcons. I think the coaching staff has not done him in Tech any favors. I think you keep him to see, and you you know the next coach come in, hey man, rush our line, rush our D lineman every play and see what he can do. Every pass play rush, don't I drop them in coverage. The one person who I'm convinced and won't out is Vic even though, no, no, I'm sure the coaches that haven't done him a favor, but I don't, I don't need him and Tech. Oh, I think he better than Tech. What you say? I think he better than Tech. He can't even lay some Tech. Tech don't get to the he Tech. Tech always be that. <clears throat> I almost got him. Vic Beasley get the sack. Vic Beasley don't get shit. How you say he get the sack? Vic Beasley got five sacks. Tech got one and a half. I don't know why we even talking about these two screws. They scrubs, but I'm saying this. Vic Beasley got one. Got five sacks. Tech got one and a half. Vic Beasley's trash. Again, so what is Tech then? Better than him. How Tech don't Tech Tech don't have a sack season over six sacks. Vic Beasley gonna have three of them. Again, what, I think is he worth it? Is was he worth his draft position? No. Is he is he what the Falcons tried to tout him out to be? No. But is, is he, he worth twelve million? 
No. But is he worth eight million? Yes. He's worth whatever the he's worth whatever slightly below average gets in the league at that position. Whatever slightly below average is, he's slightly below average. No, he ain't no slightly below average. He's hella below average. I wanna say that. I think that I think he's I think he's slightly below average. I think the coaching doesn't do him any favors. Will he ever be a ten sack guy consistently? No. But he can be a consistent seven six to eight sack guy. There's a that he, that guy guy can live in the league. At the right price, he can live in the league. Nah, I don't think so. Now, uh, if he go to another team, he might can be a ten set guy. I, I think he might can be a ten set guy. So if you yeah. think you be a ten set guy, that's work again. That's worth be. That's that's not good being a ten set guy. He can't hear. He cannot hear. You have to have part of that is because of the coaching. Not just because of coaching, but you have to have more pieces for him to be a ten set guy. Like you have to have. If we would have drafted, if we would have traded for today, like it should have. And has Davion on the right side with Grady Jerry, and you might get yourself a 10 set guy. I think he can be a 10 set guy without that. I understand where you're coming from. There's no way he'll be a 10 set guy without that. I don't think. Unless there's some drastic changes. Like, man, those folks been talking about him for the last, since he's been here. The kid doesn't even have any moves. You don't have, forget second move. Every, you know this from playing football. Every diamond should have at least two moves. You have a setup move, and if that move don't work, you should have another move. You have your go-to move, another move. Reggie, Reggie had the head, the, the clobber, and he had the other one. You get up under you, you get his right hand up on your left, up on your left armpit, throw you, and get in. All he had on, he clobbered. He had that. Can White Freeman had to spin. This he had to swim. This is Vic. Can I say something? This is Vic Beasley, fifth year in the league. He got five sets, five sets, five sets. Fifteen and a half sacks and four sacks. So That's trash. Don't name that 15 No, 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 no. I'm saying out so I'm saying six to eight because some he could have got an extra sack or two a year if he wasn't in coverage half of the time. He's probably in coverage more than he run the passion. I'm not saying he's a hell of a great sack guy. I'm saying he's better than the stats say because the coaches don't do him any favors. Yeah, because the coaches don't do him any favors. I, I agree with that, but I also disagree with he's better than stats say. He's pretty much what them stats say. Again, it's easy to block him. All he has is a speed rush. He don't use his hand. He don't have any Calhoun. I think we both are right on this. I think we both are right on this. I'm not saying. I'm not saying nothing outside of what you're saying. I'm saying this. Everything you're saying, I agree with. My thing with him is, I think he's built. I think he. The coaching staff don't do him any favors. And so for a very below average player right now, I think he could still be slightly below average if the coaches did him a favor. I think he could be slightly below average to below average. He's not your starter if he's slightly below average. And if he's not your starter, he doesn't have any numbers. And if he don't have the number, then he damn sure shouldn't be getting whatever he gets. So in three years... Tech got one and a half sacks, seven sacks, six sacks. They in the same ballpark. Tech got six sacks. You tried to say the man had one sack this year. No, it is this year. He got one and a half this year. He got seven last year. He got six the year before. That's who he is. He's a seven sack guy. Now, that's who I think can get you six to eight. That's who I think they're doing an injustice with. But they're dropping the cover. I agree with you on It's a gross mismanagement of how they use their players. And that's all of them. But how they use their DNs is ridiculous. That's why Grady can get his six sacks because they don't, and they'll even drop them every night again to cover. Like it's the dumbest shit that they. I don't understand what coach with that Quinn nigga. I don't understand him. But with that being said, 
Beasley is a good change of pace. Someone on the back, someone you bring in on third and, and, and long, something like that. You can't start the run. You don't have any moves. You don't use his hands. He's undersized. Like, he's this, you can say the same thing about Tech. Tech ain't out here stopping the run. Tech got motor. And he's bigger. Tech he got motor, but it ultimately it doesn't produce more. Because of our, and it goes back to what you were saying earlier about our coaching scheme. We're not going to have this which came first, the chicken or the egg conversation. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it's turning into. I think Vic Beasley can be better. I think that, again, that's what my ultimate stance on it. We disagree. We weren't even supposed to keep mentioning the Falcons. We 30 minutes in. Especially Bob. You really don't took this down the wrong path. Let's get to our piece and kick time. So, again, I finished. I said Oakland was, who was you so. Did you have anybody else for the you so? I said Philly and Oakland. You said Dallas, and who? Anybody else? Yeah, I said Dallas. I, no, I said Phillip. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's all. Um, I, I think I said all mines. Because uh, I gave it to the Browns. I said mines. Panthers got their coach right. Yeah, I got all mines. All right. So, let's go on to get to the games. The first game, the Thursday game, of the Cowboys, the Bears and the Cowboys. Hold on one second. Because I just looked at both of their sides. So Vic and, and, and Tap about the same side. They both like 230 something. Why the fuck do they keep drafting linebackers at the end? <laughs> that's the dumbest shit. But that's, this is how Dimitrov skates out. I got Dan Quinn, the type of players he wanted. He couldn't make it work. Oh, boy, there you go. Yeah, let's go ahead. Who is no, I'm being dead serious. You could be like, I always thought they were too small, but, you know, I want to give Coach the tools he needed. This was, not even trying to troll you. That's how you say your job. Let's go ahead and get to the pick. I'm not talking about the bums anymore. We're going to talk about them in the next game. Who you got over there? Cowboys at the Bears. The line is Dallas by three. I got the Bears. I got the Cowboys. I cannot take Trubisco over any competent team. All right. They got the Cowboys. I really do stink it up. But that was some bullshit. I go with you for real. I, I got the Cowboys. I had to... Boy, they ain't trying. Nah, fuck them. I'm going with the Bears. Right. Next game is the Ravens at the Bills. The line is Baltimore by five and a half. I got Baltimore. Upset alert. Really? I really think the Bills can win this game. But I'm going to go with Baltimore. I think I think they don't cover. I really, 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 really want to put Buffalo down. I ain't gonna lie. I re- straight up, I really think Buffalo gonna win. I got mine with the Bears. That's what we All right, so I'm, I'm gonna go with the Bills. I think this is an upset pick. I think Baltimore is a really good. T- I think that this is the match you saw last week is another match this week. Two good defenses, two teams who pretty much run the ball, got run oriented quarterbacks. I think the only thing I have is if Josh Allen don't fuck up, which God knows Josh Allen can fuck up. But I really think honest, that he hasn't been fucking up. To be honest, Rich, this is a better game than. And you would think. Bills do play. They, they play about the same kind of ball. They play. Exactly. These are two mirror teams. I mean, granted, Baltimore is better at quarterback, but this is what Baltimore plays against itself. And the same for Buffalo. In Buffalo, I can see Buffalo win. Yeah, this is going to be a real slobber knocker. Give me Buffalo. I will take Buffalo. And uh, prior to kill, you know, you got your secret weapon, Frank Gore, on the side of my name, So who knows? <laughs> Next one o'clock game, Cincinnati at Cleveland. The line is Cleveland by eight and a half. Give me the Bengals. Yeah, I got the Bengals. I 
The Red Rocket back. He don't get blowed out. They may lose, but they don't get blowed out. But I think the Red Rocket actually. I think I think Cleveland is, is his own worst enemy, and I, I I wouldn't trust that line. But I, this is a game they can win by thirty or lose by ten. That's the type of team Cleveland is. Cleveland is a real problem, <clears throat> and they're a problem to themselves. They're so dysfunctional. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they have. No identity. They're all over the place, and their best player is not even playing in Miles Garrett. Uh, even though I believe they'll win this game, I don't like them. And I'm going to pick this one with my heart, not my head. I'm going to go with the Bengals, too. Who's your next one? The Redskins at the Packers. The line is Green Bay by 13. Give me Green Bay. Give me the line. Actually, give me Green Bay, but I won't take the line. I'll take the line. I think they win by double digits. I think they win by 10, but I don't think they win by... I think they blow the shit out of them, too. Next game in Minnesota, um, Detroit and Minnesota. The line is Minnesota by 13. Give me the Vikings. I take the Vikings. I don't take the line. I don't take the line. Again, uh, Patricia had them for playing. They, just not, they seem like they're not good enough. But he has a plan. They're competitive in every game. So I got to go with, I gotta go with Minnesota. Though. They're going to beat the hell out of them. Plus Kirk Cousin on the fantasy, which I've lost terribly this year. <laughs> Who's your next game? <laughs> the 49ers at the Saints. The line is New Orleans by two and a half. I think this line is disrespectful to the Saints. I'll take the Saints. I'm taking the Saints. I don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that Kyle Shanahan is such a great coach. He hides Garoppolo's flaws. And then I, y'all, well, I tell you what, y'all suck Kyle Shanahan with the best of them, boy. Y'all, what? Goddamn, no porn star got none of them where y'all suck on Kyle Shanahan. Not Superhead, not the head doctor, not none of the, 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 the late over-the-hill holders. Nobody suck them up. Not even a, a cheap whore doing tax time on suck Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan on like y'all do. I fuck that motherfucker. One. Two, he ain't all that good. He got a hell of a team constructed by John Lynch. You can tell John Lynch DNA is all over that team. With their front four and with their run game, the way that they've done that, all over the team. That DNA is all John Lynch. And all he is is a motherfucker that's driving a goddamn big body Benz back in the 90s. Of course he's going to get pussy. He don't even have to show the beeper out of the chain. The, the car sets it off. And that's all he is, just driving that motherfucker. And that's why Sean Payne is going to outcoach him. Drew Brees is going to fuck him slow. And that's how they're going to win. But they're going to show you where the 49ers really is. That's what I like. The difference is, is that we've seen Dallas and we've seen Atlanta, two teams who have talent, who coaches have blown. So we see how important coaches are. You've been timing it all year. How, if it's if they winning because of coaching, they losing because it's coaching. They're winning because of coaching. You put Dan Quinn on this team. You put Jason Garrett as the coach of this team. They aren't 10 and 2. I see you laying in the bushes with the beam over there, Walter. <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> the next game is the Dolphins at the Jets. The line is the Dolphins by, I mean, the Jets by five and a half. I'm going with Miami. I'll go with Miami, too. Fuck, Sam. Next game is the Colts at the Bucks. The line is Tampa Bay by two and a half. I'm going to take the Colts. Oh, that's disrespectful. I, I mean, the Bucks looked good last week, but hell no. 
I go with the Colts. I think the Colts had an off game. Um, they still had an off game. That was a big division game last week. We're going with the Colts. Next game, the Broncos at the Texans. The line is Houston by nine. Give me Houston and give me the line. Yes, sir. That's the, best sure. I, that's the best credit I can give Deshaun Watson. I don't know why you hate on that kid. That kid does it all, man. And it, it seems like he's coming to his football alone. Let's party call that for a minute. Deshaun Watson, he said mature, and I don't think that was the word. I think the word is he's starting to he's starting to peak. Uh, he's reaching his he's reaching his peak here. This is where he is, and this is who he is. He's good. The kid is one of the best. He's, he's, he's Now stop right there. That's where we lose each other. Well, hold on now. Let me finish. He's in the MVP running as we speak. He's like the fifth motherfucker in the MVP running. When you're five, are you really in the running? Yeah. What? If you're the fifth, are you really in the running if you're the fifth? Oh, it be any given night. I mean, one on just a runaway because he literally runs all the goddamn time. But Deshaun Watson is it. They beat, they beat the Patriots using a Baltimore scheme. That's what they really did, that guy. They use all that scheme. He can run that scheme. The difference is this kid can throw. This kid can anticipate. This kid is, uh, he stays in the pocket. He can take the hits. He can scramble. He can run. He can do it all. What can he not do? He can do it all. He's good. I like him. I like him over Matt Ryan. Besides, besides the four quarterbacks who's ahead of him and, and, and put in Drew Brees, I'll probably take him. He's probably my top. If he's not top five, he's top six or seven. Who's your best game? Now that we talked about the great Deshaun Watson, your favorite guy. Well, I'm not against him. I just, I think he's good. He hasn't gotten great yet. I think he's good. We talked about him in the Black College um, Golden Era. Shout out to the Patreon listeners. That's on Patreon now. We did a preview for this one, uh, a preview podcast for this one. I think he's right where he should be when we ranked him. I think that's a fair ranking of him. But the next one o'clock game of the Chargers at Jet was the line is the Chargers by three. Give me Jacksonville if they're starting guard to mention. I'm gonna say the Chargers though. Okay. The Titans at the Raiders, the line is Titans by two and a half. I'm gonna take Titans. Ten Hill on five. I can't believe I'm saying this. You I can't believe I'm saying. I gotta go with Ten Hill. You know what I mean? Timmy Speed, if you will. We got our ten of man's you in the now. I gotta go with Derrick Henry. It's a fucking giant on the field. Like it, a running back that size it should be illegal. It shouldn't be right, and he shouldn't be that fast. I gotta go. I gotta go with the Titans. The line. The next game, the four twenty-five game, is the Chiefs at the Patriots. The line is New England by three. I'm gonna take um the Chiefs. Yep. Patriots don't have it this year. Now, you know, you always count them out every year, and every year they make you look like a fool. But I think they just need to get to the playoffs, right? That's They just need to try to get to the playoffs and get one of the top two seeds. And right now, they're, they're slated at number two. Yeah, they're slated they at number two. They went their way in. They'll fucking go for it. But the Chiefs, the Chiefs are starting to look like the Chiefs again. That boy, Pat Mahomes, that's your boy, ain't it? Right. Mixed Kid Mafia. Huh? Mixed Kid Mafia. Boy, he went the fuck off. We used to use another word that started with him, but we don't do that. What's the next game? Steelers at the Cardinals. The line is Pittsburgh by two and a half. Give me the Steelers. Give me the line. Yeah, same. I like Kyler Murray. You keep saying that. I like 
Who else you got here? Seattle at the Rams. I don't know why this is. The, I don't know why they don't change the Patriots game in this game. But anyway, they eight o'clock game is Seattle and the Rams. The line is Seattle by one. Give me Seattle. Give me the line. Yeah, give me Seattle. Seattle been winning a lot of. I'm worried about Seattle though. They've been winning a lot of grinded out, come from behind, gritted games. That's why Russell Wilson not gonna be the MVP. Well, I mean, not even that. I just don't know if that style can last. Like. Can they be fresh come playoff time winning these type of games? I think they, I think it can because it makes you battle test. Now, the only thing is, are you peaking at the wrong time? Uh, and I think that can be a thing, but I think you can. Russell Wilson, he reminded me a lot of Drew Brees and a lot of Aaron Rodgers. Like, he'll get the job done. But I don't know. I don't know what it is about that team. I don't know if it's – I don't know. But they do – They. They get back. They battle tested. They they boy with everybody. They play like. But could that also be the teams they're playing? Minnesota was a good team. Minnesota is a is a good team. San Francisco is a great team. So it could be the teams they're playing. This is how it looks. Now, granted, Tampa Bay wasn't. But they're going against good teams. So this is how it's supposed to look. Shouldn't be blowing them up. Now you want to talk about a game that should be flexed out. Should be that Monday night game. The Giants at the Eagles. Remember, Monday night gets the leftovers, so this is why this is what it is. Um, the Eagles, the Eagles by eight and a half. They win. I don't know if they cover, but they win. I don't think they cover. I think they win by a touchdown. I don't think they cover either, but I wouldn't be surprised if bombs lose. But they're just lost to Miami. But Miami's playing hard. I like Daniel Jones, but the Giants aren't playing the same. The Giants aren't playing at the same. Like you said, Miami's a Miami's a, a, a F student overachieving for a C. Right. The Jets are a D student. I mean, the Giants are a D student playing like a D student. So. Nah, they're a D student underachieving for an F. They're not even. They're not even that. Yeah. So like, I, 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 that's the difference between the two. So. All right. And your fan favorites. Well, last game, isn't it? Uh, last game is always the birds. Carolina at the Falcons. The line is the Falcons by two and a half. I'm yeah, gonna take the birds. I mean, they got a fucking win like some dummies, but they lost their fucking coach this week. What else are they gonna do? <laughs> of course, the Falcons win. They just got gifted Ron Rivera. If they lose, what happens? Do they fight Dan Quinn if they lose? No, but should they fight Dan Quinn? Yes. Are they going to? No, again, he don't have the balls to do that kind of stuff. All right. Any more thoughts before we get out of here? Fuck the Falcons. Oh, Trump 2020. Nah, I'm just bullshit. Nah, but for real. Did you want to say anything quick about Kamala Harris getting out of the no, race? No, Let's no. <laughs> Let's that for another podcast. Since you want to do your politics. Yeah, we'll do politics another podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been digitaldarren.com. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend.